Tuesday, April 19th, and this is Market Foolery. Matt Greer sitting in for Chris Hill this week, joined by Bill Barker from Motley Fool Asset Management, Andy Cross from Motley Fool Stock Advisor, and James Early from Motley Fool Income Investor. Guys, welcome. Hi, Mac. Are yeah, you ready I'm to Mac. bring it? Well, we think Absolutely. so. Yeah. Uh, Fairly uh, ready. I don't know. I'm ready. Not very convincing. Walked in just okay, we got Walmart going after Amazon, and we have McDonald's defending the honor of the Happy Meal. So we'll talk about those stories. But let's start out with Johnson and Johnson's first quarter earnings. James Early, this is an income investor recommendation. Um, I know you're big on the stock. Better than expected earnings. Shares were up on the news. Um, it surprised me because lately when we've talked about J&J, we've talked a lot about recalls. What do you make of the earnings? Well, Mac, this is great news, obviously. Johnson & Johnson has been the, the Tiger Woods of the stock market, just desperate for some kind of positive news, just anything. And they finally got this. Um, the best thing was the high prescription drug sales, up 7.5%. The recalls didn't really affect doctors' opinions of, of prescribing J&J products, which I don't know if that says more about J&J's strong brands or, or the doctor's standards, but either way, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's still a positive. Um, OTC, over-the-counter medicines, were still down. Um, Johnson & Johnson has is still working on on cleaning up that act but but overall it's certainly good earnings and i think the stock is priced to incorporate a lot of bad news so so i, I still like it andy yeah i own johnson johnson and owned it for for years i mean when you think about uh, their global scale global reach this earnings news was good the stock was up which is nice to see but they generate 14 billion dollars billion dollars in free cash flow a year they pay 6 billion dollars worth of dividends um, 1 to 2 billion in acquisitions depending on what year it is and what they uh, have their eyes set on um, and uh, 2 to 6 billion dollars in in the stock buyback so when you think about the three divisions they have the consumer the medical devices and the pharmaceutical drugs. I mean, it's a great combination for a global enterprise that generates a lot of profits and pays back a lot of dividends and has for years. And James, just looking big picture, what do you see as the biggest opportunity for J&J and what's the biggest challenge? Uh, opportunity, uh, the, the OTC medical sales are, are in the toilet right now, and, and just anything they do uh, to, to, to restart that is going to be gravy. That's going to help. Um, a, another opportunity, I guess, would be if the CEO gets replaced. I think he should go. I, th- I think he, he didn't, uh, Bill Walden did not fix the problems quickly enough. Um, challenge would be not just fixing that consumer consumer uh, uh, product segment, but, but certainly finding acquisitions to, to pay the right price for. And on a related note, you've talked in the past about your Listerine consumption. Um, in, in a given week, how much Listerine are you going through? Uh, and that's a J&J product. You know, I've got to think about that. Um, I use maybe a quarter of... I buy like the big European size bottle, uh, maybe a quarter, a quarter of that. That's just nasty. But then you like those little, you know, the um, things you put in your mouth. You know, I stopped using those, Andy. They they do something to my stomach. I mean, uh, the the sugar alcohols don't agree with me. You're short the little packets then. Definitely short the packets. Bill and Andy, are you going with Listerine? Because I just find it, I think it's rancid. I'll go scope. I'm just going to guess that it's got a better taste than than. 30 or 40 years ago, which would be the last time that it, it crossed my tongue. I, I used Fair the brown point. kind, though, so that's the old, that's oh, the classic, yeah, old, old school. classic old yeah. school. Burn. You want it's not feel my bad. Mouth from, oh, yeah. It's not working. It's got, got to burn, baby. Oh, yeah. yuck. Yeah. Terrible. Scope. Wow. Okay, moving on, guys. It looks like Walmart is going after Amazon. Um, According to reports, Walmart has paid $300 million for the social media platform Cosmics. Um, Cosmics organizes content by topics 
Um, Andy, the guys behind Cosmics sold their previous company to Amazon. So um, they've, they've got something there. Is this a good move for Walmart? Well, and Jeff Bezos is an early investor in Cosmics. So there's a little connection there with Amazon. I think it actually um, is a good move for Walmart because Walmart, they've had seven consecutive quarters of U.S. Uh, domestic declines in same-store sales. The world is moving more online. My family buys um, as much from Amazon through Amazon Prime as we do almost anywhere else. So um, I think it's a move for Walmart to try to capture market share and succeed where they where they haven't been. Has anybody here ever heard of Cosmics? Though? No, I'm, I'm holding open the possibility that this is all just being made up on the fly. <laughs> No, so the thing I think I think what they're buying is the technology to be able to use Cosmic's technology on social media and and aggregating of content to actually. So you sell can say, "Hey, I just so. saved a bundle on on a, on a forty-eight count of toilet paper at Walmart and share with your friends." Is that the? That's yeah, where social media is going social, next. <laughs> it's, it's there now. <laughs> social media is going through the toilet. Paper. Everybody's got to hurry over to Walmart. So what? What? Packets of toilet paper. So Andy, you talked about the declining same-store sales in the U.S. here. So. What's more promising for Walmart, um, an initiative like this and kind of bolstering their e-commerce division or their latest initiative to kind of go back to what they used to do? They're essentially recluttering their stores. They're offering more items. Um, is, that, is that the way back for Walmart or is it more via e-commerce? Well, I mean, they're, they're so huge. They, can, they have to do both. They have to get into the e-commerce space. They've done this a little bit, actually. They've invested in 360 Buy over in China, which is like China's version of Amazon out there. So they're, they have moved in this different direction. By the way, that company just issued some shares and sold $1.5 billion worth of the company and has a value of like $10 billion. So um, they are moving in that direction. They're also cutting the re- refocusing their in-store experience, they're actually cutting back on a lot of the, the slower-selling electronics. So they are trying to tweak around the edges. But when, you know, when you're a huge company, you do $400 billion in sales like Walmart does, and you have stores that run the gamut of you know, 185,000 square feet, you have a lot of opportunity to tweak around the edges. Does it ultimately make a difference and help your, uh, your sales base? I don't know. I got my hair cut at a Walmart in Mississippi. Really? Yeah, it was good. It was a, it was a good haircut. Just I mean, now? So, yeah. I once used a motorized shopping cart to get around to Walmart. Uh, Is that true? After I had a knee surgery, though. <laughs> it wasn't just for fun. Oh, wow. That's kind of abusive. I mean, were you, I mean, could you have walked, or did you really need it, the car? I kind of needed the car, yeah. It smelled like someone had urinated on it prior to my, my getting into it, but I, this, I, I rode it nevertheless. So you did not own this vehicle? This no, no, no. This was it. a loaner that they had. They had a lot of them there. Okay, moving right along here. Um, McDonald's is fighting back against a lawsuit that claims that McDonald's unfairly uses toys in Happy Meals to lure children into restaurants. Um, The plaintiff is a California mother of two, and she says McDonald's advertising violates California consumer protection laws, and she wants McDonald's to stop selling Happy Meals. Um, But in a court filing on Monday, McDonald's says parents can always prohibit children from eating the Happy Meals. So what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think that McDonald's has actually almost got to perhaps enjoy this lawsuit. It gives them laughs, I'm sure. Uh, It it keeps them in the news. Keeps uh, it's actually likely to uh, garner some sympathy, I think, uh, for them and even for their Happy Meals, which, uh, other than this lawsuit, you know, don't get much sympathy from parents. But I think most. Right-thinking people are going to look at this and say, it's so absurd. Why don't we go over to McDonald's and help them out today? And personally, what is your position on Happy Meals? Because you've got kids, I've got kids, and I will tell you, and we, we hit the Happy Meals hard. I hate them. 
and it's my fault. It's an abdication of my responsibility that we give into the happy. Meals. But they're irresistible. But yeah. but they've become yeah. a real issue, and the toys are just crap. How how old's your oldest? Um, five. All right. Well, and, you get like a little bit past that, and they realize that the toys are are worthless, and they ask for them out of habit. But when they're told no after you know five or six, they they remember. Oh yeah, that the, none of the toys have ever given me any pleasure at all. E- even kids understand. Oh yeah, I've never. I, no McDonald's toy has ever lasted for more than forty five minutes. So if they're still wanting them in five years, it's it's my failure as a parent. <laughs> but okay. Happy Meals are. Do they have a healthy option now that like you can get like apple slices oh, yeah. with your yeah. Happy Meal? Apple right? slices. So why do you totally you healthy? Yeah, yeah, right. Totally. totally healthy. You can up on the playground. Well, no. Why but, do you consider it an abdication you of your personal responsibility? Because the toys are just, you know, I mean, they, they play with them for a day They're or two, dumb. and then it just, you know, goes into this mass, you know, pile of junk in the world. So I don't know. Yeah, but to Andy's point, he's right. I mean, if, if you if it was just irresistible, that you could get the toy and then get the healthy meal, right? Yeah. That may, yeah. That's what, but I don't want the I toy. I think you're a better parent than you give your credit for, yeah. yourself credit for, man. Thanks, Andy. Thanks. There you go, man. Okay. So um, another exit question. Over the next five years, and let's square off some restaurant stocks here, you can own one of these three, McDonald's. Chipotle or Starbucks? Who are you going with? Uh, Chipotle. Though I might not go with Chipotle over the next five months. I would play it safe, Mac, and go with McDonald's because I like the dividend. And Chipotle might outperform it. It probably will, but but safety first for me. Andy? Uh, Chipotle. We own it in uh, Hidden Gems, our small cap newsletter. And um, it, they continue to outperform and get more and more efficient. And the store concepts continue to win. And uh, I think long term, both domestically and they have a lot of international legs, too, that people aren't giving them credit for. On that note, guys, thanks for being here. Thank you, Mac. Thanks, thanks Mac. Mac. As always, people on the show may have interest in the stocks they talk about. Don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. That's it for this edition of Market Foolery. Thanks for listening, and we will see you on Wednesday.